This is Vermont Credians On Air, a service of the Association of Vermont Credians. I'm Joe Bergeron, President of the Association, and with me today is Mike Ryder, Executive Director of the Worldwide Foundation of Credit Unions, and also Ann Hyden, Director of Donor Relations, also with the Foundation. The Foundation is the charitable arm of the World Council of Credit Unions. Uh, Jesus, great having you both here. Thanks for joining me today, Mike and Ann. We are honored. My pleasure. Wonderful. You know, this is International Credit Union Week, right? And, and International Credit Union Day is on Thursday of this week, always the third Thursday of October. And so we thought there was no uh, more appropriate time uh, to have a little chat uh, with the two of you about what is the meaning of International Credit Union Day, its origins, and, and especially since you're both with the World Council of Credit Unions and the foundation from the World Council. Uh, so just, you know, really meaningful to have a discussion with you bringing in all of the great work the foundation does worldwide. So, Mike, why don't we start with you? Sure. Uh, and tell us, you know, from the World Council's perspective, what is uh, the origin and the meaning of International Credit Union Day? Credit, International Credit Union Day, from our perspective, is really an opportunity for the World Council to engage with the domestic movement um, as well as the international movement in terms of a celebration and an awareness of all the work that we've done together as a global credit union cooperative movement to provide financial inclusion and services to millions of people worldwide. It's, it's obviously another opportunity with the era that we're in with social media and, and the rapid rapid pace of information to be able to share uniquely uh, what each of our credit unions are doing, what the leagues are doing, and what individuals can do to continue to forward the movement on a global scale. Because it's easy to get very focused just on the community that we serve and the members that we have. And I think, um, again, with, with everything going on, with us having all busy lives, balancing professional work and those kinds of things, it's important to remember that there are members out there that we can't see, that we can't hear, and we can't even um, you know, touch in terms of uh, that need financial inclusion and services through, through, through cooperatives. And cooperatives are the solution. It is. We reach many of the unbanked people internationally in countries that um, we're quite proud to be serving in. We are in Kenya, Colombia, uh, Peru, um, Haiti. We have a fantastic project going on in Haiti where it's called Haiti Home, and we just got awarded another grant to continue our efforts there. Uh, we bring information about egg lending to these communities. We bring mobile banking to these communities, technology that you and I, I, I want to say, take for granted. And they don't have the opportunities, and we bring it to them through mostly USAID grants. We're really fortunate, it occurs to me, to have uh, an organization like the World Council um, and the foundation that goes with it that, um, you know, th there's credit union operations, you know, scattered throughout the world, obviously. Uh, not in all pockets, but a lot. Um, but it's the World Council that makes the connection between all of those cooperative credit unions, whatever shape or form they might take, and kind of uh, fosters the exchange of communication between them and the sharing and, and all of that. So we really value that uh, here in Vermont. Great. Yeah, and we, I mean, Vermont's obviously all has traditionally been a very strong rooted supporter of the World Council and values international development work and, and engaging in international development work. And obviously, we, the World Council exists to be a conduit for credit unions and individuals to do international development work through the cooperative model. And that's really what it's all about. It's an opportunity to continue to help your global peers and by extension, their members improve their lives through the cooperative model. 
So, uh, you know, Vermont credit unions have had a bit of a connection to uh, the international scene through our relationship with, with Peru. Um, and it was quite a few years ago now that our association signed um, a partnership agreement with FENACREP, the Trade Association of Peru, and three Vermont credit unions signed partnership agreements with uh, three larger credit unions in Peru. Uh, but that's about the sum total of the exposure. I mean, certain individuals have been to other, have been exposed to other international projects and, and, and to different countries and whatnot. But uh, officially, you know, that's the extent of our relationship here. So take a second to, to tell us about uh, some of the, the types of things that Woku does elsewhere in, in the world. And, and you can toss a coin to see who no, first. No, <laughs> Well, I mean, to, to take, take it maybe a step back further just to give some context to the audience about sure. what the foundation is and how it's different from World Council. You know, we are right. the, the 501c3 charitable arm of the World Council. Exactly. That's really an important distinction to make. The, the World Council is a 501c6 trade association. So how we serve the World Council and by extension, the U.S., its U.S. supporters and its international supporters is we provide engagement opportunities. We provide engagement experiences for credit unions to foster a deeper understanding, to provide a level of financial and volunteerism support. Um, and that, that comes in a variety of different forms. It's through disaster relief. We are the mirror of National Credit Union Foundation CU Aid. So we provide uh-huh. international disaster relief to a variety of countries over the last 10 years and beyond, raising close to $2 million um, from credit unions in the United States to help uh, the island of Dominica with hurricane disaster relief, um, tsunami uh, relief efforts in Asia, uh, earthquake efforts for volcanic effort, uh, volcanic eruption efforts in Central America. List goes on and on. So that's that's one component. And then we provide uh, dynamic field engagement experiences. So we have whether we whether it's a project in a country that is currently active or a project that has been successful and sustainable in a country, we invite credit union professionals at all levels of the credit union to come with us on a, on a usually, traditionally a week-long field engagement experience where they can study, serve, and support in some way uh, with their international peers. That sounds awesome. Most recently, we had a group from the Indiana Credit Union League uh, head down to Dominica as part of that disaster relief, and they were one of the supporters who kicked off the disaster fund that we grew as soon as Hurricane Maria hit last year and they became so passionate about helping out they said well let's make part of our donation us also going down volunteering and holding a workshop for them in Dominica and so the workshop focused on strategic planning which they did not have much experience with especially in the credit union industry and so six executives from the Indiana Credit Union League hopped on a plane flew down Uh, to Dominica and spent the first couple days sort of getting a lay of the land, uh, getting an idea of what their financials were and how they perceived the credit union's role for their members in Dominica, and then turned that around to hold a workshop where they could begin the foundations of a strategic plan. I have to report they didn't really get to finish the workshop because a hurricane hit and then an earthquake hit before they could take off. But what it did do is they've made some what are going to be lifelong relationships and some of the people from Dominica are going to be coming up in November to Indiana to continue the learning on strategic planning. So, you know, it occurs to me that somebody 
listening to this podcast, you know, might be a board member in a credit union or some kind of an employee or executive position or some other volunteer position. And, and there might be somebody out there that's, and I'm sure you get this question all the time. All of those stories are great. That's all well and good. But why should my credit union or me personally be considering support, financial support of the foundation? I think it goes back to, you know, knowledge is power. Um, a lot of, I would say 90% or more of our current credit union supporters and individual supporters of the foundation are individuals that have gone or participated in these field engagement programs. Mm-hmm. Um, and many of them have come back with either new perspectives or have shared and, and or shared those perspectives with their board members, their, their, their SMT teams, their, their frontline staff, and ideally have externally faced the, their experiences uh, through the, through newsletters, websites, so on and so forth with their membership and their communities. Um, because many of the individuals that support us um, who have gone on these trips take in so much more, have learned so much more than what they've, they've expected to give back. And that has been um, a large segment of our support has come from people that have experienced those trips and have come back and provided a level of support. You know, there are other experiences there are other tools in our toolkit that the foundation has developed. We've developed a unique global good toolkit for as an engagement menu of sorts for credit unions and individuals. And um, it's it's not all 100% heart and altruistic support. It's also, we also have a lot of tools that allow a credit union to grow their bottom line, increase membership. Uh, our global good credit card product is, is one of those. Um, it's just an opportunity for a credit union to participate in the global good movement or the credit union movement through World Council while also um, providing an affinity card that will attract millennials and Gen Yers uh, to their credit union. Great, awesome. So I'm gonna put you both on the spot here for a second. So this is more probably World Council oriented question than a foundation question, but uh, I'm guessing that some people listening might be interested in having some kind of feel for what's the extent of credit unions internationally beyond the United States in terms of, you know, where in the world do we touch with cooperative credit unions? And what, I, I know the numbers are big and everything, but, you know, there's some a few parts of the world where there are no credit unions or some whatever they call a credit union in their part. But you got any feel for, for some of that? Well, I know that we had a goal to reach $262 million individuals um, by the year 2020, and we've just surpassed that goal. So in terms of how many credit union or credit union-like or cooperatives that are out there, I can honestly say I don't know the exact number. I do know that we are represented in uh, Central America, South America, Asia, uh, Europe, um, Australia, Africa. We have an impact on all of those countries uh, in a variety of ways. Uh, again, bringing, helping them bring technology to the field, helping them with learning how to do best practices, maybe for like egg lending. I, that comes up a lot in a lot of these rural areas. But sometimes we are also there as an advocate for the U.S. credit union movement. We have a legal team that keeps their eye on regulations that are popping up over internationally. They typically happen in Europe, the Ukraine. And some of the regulations that are created over there are not going to benefit the U.S. credit union industry, especially if that ideology comes across the pond 
and starts to be adapted here. And so hmm. Basel III is the most recent accomplishment that we had, and I won't go into details, but you can certainly Google right. it and see how that could have negatively impacted the U.S. credit unions um, from a regulation standpoint. And so us being over there are kind of blocking them from coming over. Hmm. Interesting. Another reason to support us is... And I would say a lot of imports that come into the United States that we take, we quote unquote, take for granted every day, every day, your cup of coffee, the clothing that you wear, you know, that those items are fabricated and and made and produced by individuals in developed and and underdeveloped countries who, um, who either are members or are not members of credit unions. And so there is an economic trickle down effect. If, if credit union, if the credit union cooperative model is weak uh, and doesn't continue to grow and sustain and innovate and continue to expand, um, and offer those financial services and products and financial literacy and health training to um, potential members or an existing members, you know, those things that we take for granted could potentially go away. And I think that's an important point to make. You, you remind me, Mike, that, you know, I'm on the uh, I'm on the board of this international, well, a national trade association, National Cooperative Business Association, but it has this big international arm that does development uh, different places around the world, grant-based work and whatnot. Um, but but a lot of those projects are ag-based, as you just referenced, in all those parts of the world. And, and not all the times, but sometimes there's, you know, this natural, or should be, this natural connection to um, credit unions because it helps people, you know, help helping people help themselves, right. um, just like we, we say here. And we say it here, but, you know, it's a little, it's not so blatantly obvious here. I mean, we're helping, you know, millions of people here, obviously, but it, it just becomes more in your face in some of these countries that you've been talking about where it, it actually does end up being a life or death situation for for some people. Absolutely. And there's there's several populations that we serve in, in our in our project in Colombia, for example, there's a lot of um, what I what we would coin as rural populations who they don't they don't deal with money they deal in commodities mm. whether it be trading cattle or trading crops mm. o- other types of things and it's through partnerships with the World Council and the credit union system in Colombia that allows them to get a better understanding of the value of money how to exchange it the importance of savings mobilization access mm-hmm. to credit so that they can continue to evolve their their standard of living to, to reach the prosperity, whatever that means to them, you know, through a, through a trusted financial system, such as a credit union or a cooperative. That's tremendous. That's, that's great. So I promised both of you that we were going to keep this short. And that's how we did. Um, where do people uh, that have been listening or others find out more about the World Council or the foundation or both? Um, if they're looking for more after this podcast? Well, there's two places. The first would be WOCU's website, www.wocu. You can Google World Council. Uh, But also the foundation, we have our own website as well. So if you are feeling inspired to support us as we support WOCU, uh, it's doglobalgood.org. Awesome. Parting remarks at all? Absolutely. I I will throw a challenge down to the Vermont Credit Union community. We, for the first time, we are, um, we're issuing a challenge to the entire credit union movement around the country to, as it's called our our 2018 ICU Day Challenge, where we're asking credit unions and individuals to support, share, and serve. So support, help support international development by doing just a little, whether it be foregoing that four or five dollar cup of coffee at Starbucks for one day on ICU day or another day throughout the between now and the end of the year, and donate that to the Worldwide Foundation as a credit union. Might you consider a nominal donation 
uh, to the foundation uh, as an end of the year gift um, to the foundation. Um, support by getting out into your community and volunteering at a charitable nonprofit that uh, helps to overcome one of these key development issues, whether it be hunger, health, homelessness, housing, environmental. These are all issues that are facing international members as much as they're facing Vermont uh, credit union members as well. Um, and then share. Let's leverage social media and let's share our work. Let's share the work that we do together as a global movement through social media. And there are a series of hashtags, hashtag ICU day and hashtag right. platinum lining found. So find your platinum lining as you celebrate yeah. ICU day this week. And again, it's not just ICU days and just about one day or one week or one month. It's, it's, it's something that quite honestly should be in the frame of mind for all of us as cooperative uh, professionals throughout the year. Excellent. Well, you know, I'm going to go online and make a contribution myself. Uh, awesome. Oh, That's awesome, you. Joe. Thank to you. the foundation after this because, you know, if for no other reason, it's a, one, you've motivated me, but but as importantly, it's a whole lot easier than dumping a bucket of ice water over my head. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so a, lot more, a lot more enjoyable. Uh, so uh, thank you for spending time with us. It's, thank you, Joe. Awesome thank you, Joe. Thank you to the league you. for all your support. And, and happy Credit Union Day. to I know people are going to be listening to this maybe the day after, but happy Credit Union Day, happy Credit Union Week to both of you and to everybody listening. We, we really appreciate all of our listeners and both of you spending time with us, educating us a little bit about the fine work of the Foundation and the World Council of Credit Unions. Um, with that, we've reached the end of another Vermont Credit Union's on-air podcast and hope you found it informative. You can hear all of our previously recorded podcasts by searching for Vermont Credit Union's on-air in the iTunes store or at soundcloud.com. If you have ideas for a podcast or something you'd like to hear about, send it to podcast at vermontcreditunions with an S dot co-op. Until our next podcast, this is Joe Bergeron and... Mike Ryder. Very good. And Hayden. Thank you. You know your name. <laughs> at the Association of Vermont Credit Unions, thanking you all for listening.